0: I'm Marty Dodson. And I'm Clay Mills. Welcome to Songtown on Songwriting.
1: We've got a fun show for you today. We've got a special guest, Ben Arthur, from a podcast called Songwriter Stories and Answer Songs. And I think you're going to find him really interesting, and I think you'll want to check out his podcast. So we're going to jump into the interview, and after the interview, I'll play you one of his songs, and we'll talk some more. Ben, I'll let you introduce yourself and tell us a little bit about you
2: uh my name's ben arthur what a pleasure to be here uh thanks for having me on on town uh, songwriter is a podcast that brings together stories and uh what i like to call answer songs um, you know answer songs obviously have a long history in music everything from you know neil young's uh uh, you know, Southern Man, which uh, had Sweet Home Alabama written in response to it, um, to uh, Nicki Minaj's uh, Anaconda, which was uh, written in response to Babies Got Back uh, by Sir Mix-A-Lot. Um, this uh, is just a sort of more um, curated version of that, where, you know, someone will tell a story or read a part of a book, and, and then uh, a songwriter will Uh, write a song in response and you know it's uh, it's just a sort of uh, exploration of um, inspiration and you know uh, I know you all do some work on that too I was listening to uh, your last episode and the challenge have you heard some songs yet from uh, folks writing in uh, in response to not uh, yet but I know people are working
1: yeah and people are working on it but we have not heard the songs yet
2: oh that's so exciting that's really cool I
1: can't wait to hear them myself yeah, she, Susan tells, she interviews some fascinating people and, and gets some interesting stories out of them. So I, I think some great songs will come out of that.
2: hundred percent. I'm looking forward to hearing them.
1: Awesome. Well, to, you know, what my publisher early in my career would tell me, you know, when I would be running low on ideas, he would say, well, go to the chart, go to the billboard chart and write the answer to, all the top 10 songs. And so he would have me do that as an exercise. So I found it, found it particularly interesting when I found your podcast and saw that approach to it. Can you describe maybe one episode and the, the story and the song uh, just to give people a little glimpse of what that's like?
2: Sure. Um, so on the
1: upcoming season, uh, the first
2: episode will feature Cheryl Strayed uh, who's a best-selling author. Uh, she wrote, um, a bunch of uh, great books, um, but uh, she also was the the author of the Dear Sugar Letters. I don't know that you happen to run into them online, but it, it was an advice column that was just um, hugely uh, influential. Um, uh, and so she reads two Dear Sugar Letters, both of uh, which were, um, you know, about her relationship with her mom. And uh, Maya Sharp, who uh, you may know from Nashville circles, mm-hmm. but I writes a song um, called "Always Nice to See You," um, and uh, it's just a gorgeous song about sort of the way people we've lost come visit us uh, through our connections to you know them, to their, to the stories that we shared with them, um, and the, the ways they they reappear in our lives. It's just a, a delightful song, and uh, it it's one of the The real joys of the project is uh, these songs that didn't exist before come into being, um, you know, through me pestering people and asking them to to be on my podcast. Um, The worst possible reason to annoy someone uh, comes out with the best possible uh, outcome, which is these beautiful new works of art that wouldn't have existed before.
1: That's awesome. Do any of those songs or are any of those out like on Spotify or places other than the podcast? Yeah, uh,
2: the artists often uh release the songs um, on the next uh album. In fact, Maya has a, a brand new album out right now. Um and uh, I believe uh always nice to see it going to be a bonus track on on that album. Oh, so wow. it'll it'll be released I think in May. Um and uh yeah, it's it's a stunningly beautiful song. We did you know, a live show uh, where Cheryl, uh, you know, read and told stories about uh, hanging out with Reese Witherspoon, who uh, was in the movie based on her book *Wild* and and uh, just the extraordinary life that she's she's led.
1: Where do you find the the stories that you you want to feature, and what attracts you to them?
2: Uh, it. It comes around a bunch of different ways. You know, the sort of most common thing is I just uh, am a huge fan of X, Y, or Z writer or storyteller and um, ask them to to be involved and, um, you know, and then either through people they're fans of or friends with um, that we find a a songwriter that that works for them and that they're excited to hear the song from. Um, Also, you know, I I go the other direction where I have a, a, Musician that I'm a big fan of, and ask them if they have you know authors who they'd like to work with, um, and you know it, it's a it's a kind of laborious process. I, I am I will admit I'm sometimes jealous of uh, folks like yourself who are able to just have a conversation with someone and and <laughs> you know and and uh, have uh, this moment of synthesis without all the bells and whistles uh, that I uh, have uh, rigged up around myself uh, that I have uh, chained myself to. Um, but, uh, but it's, it's also, you know, a real joy, uh, to work on, uh, and, and I've gotten to work with artists, uh, and then sort of stand next to artists, uh, who I've been, you know, a fan of for a million years.
1: I would imagine that's kind of like setting up a really difficult rhyme scheme in your first verse. And then you go, man, I got to keep doing that. I got <laughs> to keep doing that thing.
2: I, I love the metaphor. Yes. I think that's exactly right. Um, it is, uh. A, a thing that just you stumbled into and thought, well, this would be fun for a second, and then uh, you know, two years later, you're still uh, hammering away at it. But if I didn't enjoy it, I wouldn't do it. Um, right. At the end of the day, the whole point of, of this is to, you know, uh, connect with other folks, of course, but also just to pursue the weird passion that that I happen to have. Um, how's it been for you? You, you just started the, the the podcast portion of your your empire uh, uh-huh. recently. What what's it like so far?
1: You know it's really fun. We the in the past we've done like monthly webinars where we interview someone for an hour. And so, and that's great, but it's a big commitment for people to sit, you know, to sit down and and watch something for an hour or go watch the replay. And and so this has been nice. I feel like we've been able to introduce our writers to more people in this format just because we could do shorter snippets and just kind of give people a glimpse and then point them at the the thing, you know. So uh, it's, it's neat to discover things like this with like songwriting podcast and, and just be able to share that resource with people because, you know, so many of our writers, we we have a lot of writers that are trying to write commercially, but we also have writers who just want to tell their story. Yeah.
2: And, and that's the part that, uh, I definitely connect with myself. Um, like if, if money ever started flowing to me and I do not expect it, uh, that would be delightful. But at the end of the day, I do this uh, every day because it makes me feel better at the end of the day. Um, and I don't really control all the other stuff. Um, Lord knows I'd, I'd do a better job if I did. Um, so yeah, 100% that second part. I should say, by the way, that um, if there are songwriters out there that want to you know, work with me on a, show uh they can go to benarthur.com forward slash songwriter forward slash pitches p I t c h e s and there's information there on you know what it what it takes to to you know put together an episode with me. Um you know I, I frequently get folks who are just like hey I'm this awesome person would you like to interview me? And uh you know my process is uh unfortunately uh, much more laborious but if there are folks out there in fact I, I some of the folks who are responding to Hey Human um, podcast, you know, that we could even theoretically, if there was a, an extraordinary song that came out of that, we could back our way into a story in an episode that way. So uh, definitely don't be shy um, folks in the Songtown universe. And uh, also just to say hello, I, I uh, you know, a lot of the joy of this is getting a chance to talk to, you know, fellow artists. So uh, I'm always glad to connect with folks and uh, share share stories.
1: That's awesome. Yeah, one of the reasons, um clay mills and i started songtown was that we found we found that um a bunch of people were being ripped off in the music business and so we started educating about how publishing works and how much you should pay for a demo it's so
2: complicated
1: it's so complicated it really is and but so the but the thing we didn't plan on in songtown that has become this beautiful thing is the community and um, you know, so we, we just thought of it originally as an, an opportunity to educate and help people not be ripped off. And then it morphed into this group of people that, um, really buy into the idea that writing a better song is the answer to your problems. If you're having problems in the music business and that there's ways to, um, learn and work together, you know, and that kind of thing. So the community aspect of it has been amazing for me personally, just to the people that I've gotten to know worldwide. Through that's really
2: cool. That's really cool. Yeah, I the amount of people, it seems to me, who actually understand how PROs work, how publishing works, how um, you know master rights. I, I was uh, you know on a, a Zoom call the other day learning about the new is it M R D, the new Master Master Rights uh, Org that's that's being in the U S. Is it MLC? That's right. Yeah. yeah you can uh-huh. see what an expert I am. <laughs> I was um,
1: just messing with it a minute ago.
2: Yeah. Um, the, the number of folks who actually understand that, even within the industry where, you know, we kind of should uh, for mm-hmm. our own benefit is it, shockingly small and it really matters. Like that stuff mm-hmm. is, is important. So I think that's a huge service you're providing. to. Support. When I, when,
1: when we get off this uh, podcast, I'll email you something I got today that explains it real simply. So I'll send that to you. Oh,
2: Fantastic, and and post it on, on the uh, on the show notes too. Yeah, Lord oh, knows yeah. we're not the only people struggling with it.
1: That's true. Um, so you have how many seasons already out of the podcast?
2: Uh, did two seasons that featured uh, Joyce Carol Oates and Roxanne Gay and Susan Orlean and Jonathan Lethem, and uh, and the third season is going to start in May, and that'll have um, George Saunders and Cheryl Strayed and Mary Gaucher. And uh, I think uh, we're about to get a, a song from Amanda Shires, which I'm really excited about.
1: Awesome. You know, I, I always get excited when I, f- I find a new podcast and then I like binge it and I can't wait for the next, you know, then I'm going, wait, when's the next one coming out? So I'm sure people will be. Yeah,
2: hundred right percent. I'm, I'm with you. I'm, I'm still waiting for the, uh, the next season of the mystery show, uh, Starly Klein's uh, beloved podcast. Um, but sadly I don't think it's coming, but yeah, I, it, I, I just, I don't, I, and and maybe I'll, I'll be interested to hear what, what your experience has been. I, I find it's not so much putting together the podcast, which is uh, a labor of love, but the promoting of the podcast and, and sort of figuring out uh, the social media and chopping up a piece of the audio to make a little audiogram of it. That stuff weighs on me really heavily. So I need, a couple of months, a year to, you know, work on some new songs and, and focus on that stuff without social media. How has that been for, for you and, and Clay?
1: You know, it's, it's been a challenge that we're still learning. You know, we, we do have a person who's great with our social media and she, she does mm-hmm. that. So we, we don't, we kind of don't have to deal with that piece of it, which is pretty awesome. Um, that is awesome. But we're still learning, you know, so, and I do all, I edit all the, the episodes and that kind of stuff personally so you know there's time commitment but it's a labor of love like yours as well yeah 100 percent.
2: i mean why would you do it otherwise
1: yeah absolutely he'll tell us a little bit about podcast money (laughs) that's right (laughs) it's kind of like i've been writing a lot of bluegrass it's kind of like bluegrass money you know
2: (laughs) which Uh, is to say theoretical mostly um but it sounds real nice
1: almost entirely theoretical yeah
2: why have you been writing a bunch of bluegrass is that just where your head is
1: I just love it. Yeah, I mean, I, I'm kind of at the point in my career where um, I'm just writing what I want to more than than anything. And if they, if it lands somewhere, great, you know. So I, I've got some um, good connections in the bluegrass industry and some artists there that I like to write with. So we've just been writing a lot of bluegrass.
2: Oh, that's so cool. I, I can't seem to get out of the mid-tempo rocker. I keep wanting to write a ballad or like something really nice and up-tempo. And every time, like I'll, I'll even like start like my BPMs at like 70 and be like, all right. So finally I've got one that's like nice and slow. And then I end up punching it up like 20, 30 clicks. Uh, and it's like, oh, right. Great. Another mid-tempo rocker. I I, I don't know what's happening to me. That's it's hilarious. just like one of those times. That's hilarious. Well, tell us a little bit about your music. Um. So, the two things are kind of intertwined. The, the reason I uh, started Songwriter um, was because, as a way of sort of tricking myself into writing when I was uh, anxious or scared or, um, you know, making excuses for myself, um, is that I started writing response songs, answer songs myself. And I, I released an album called Call and Response that's all answer songs, everything from short stories, like um, I did uh, some on there from George Saunders. I actually got a chance to write with George, who's an author of adore, and with Jonathan Latham. A lot of writers, it turns out, are also musicians, and you know, musicians are also writers. Um, and then I started doing live shows with some of those artists, Joyce Carol Oates and Susan Orlean, and it was only sort of after doing a couple of these live shows, that I started to think, oh, well, this might be an interesting format. Um, and it also, it continues to sort of force me, the live shows, I always write a song myself and perform it myself because I like doing this and it's fun. Um, and uh, and so I force myself, I, I'm currently writing uh, or finishing a recording, I, I hope, uh, of a song uh, that'll be out uh, around the same time as the uh, George Saunders and uh, Amanda Shires episode. Um, Uh, in response to just a a breathtaking story called 10th of December. Um, But all of which is to say, I do this myself because I'm fascinated with it and I I like doing it. And also then, you know, occasionally a song just comes out of left field. And uh, I sort of package them up and start releasing them next to the podcast and and then start again when the next season is, uh, you know, starting to wind up.
1: That's awesome, and I think some people m- maybe don't know exactly what you mean by answer songs. Can so can in in your practical application of that, how how does that work out? Can you describe? So there's process? there's not
2: <clears throat> right like there's no one answer. You know, I've said you know before uh, talking to to folks that I think all art responds to other art. We you know we all have um, not just songs, but you know uh, books and and pieces of uh, you know, statuary and like just odd things that have affected us that go into the the art we make. And, um, you know, the, and the answer song is just a sort of uh, more specific um, piece that, that you know, is associated. And it has a long history. You know, um, Irving Berlin's God Bless America is what made um, Woody Guthrie write This Land's Your Land. Um, he didn't like the way Irving Berlin framed America. It's like, no, no, no. America's like this. And, um, you know, two tremendous songs, uh, of course. So, you know, I think it's exactly what your audience is, is doing right now with Hey Human. Um, and there's no right answer. There's no specific, like, you don't have to have words or phrases from, from the piece or respond to it or, or call it the same name. It's just, I started at this point. I started at, at X. X marks the spot, and I ended up wherever it is. I ended up.
1: That's very, very cool. I, you know, one of the big questions we get all the time is, "Where do you find ideas to write every day?" And you know, that's a a, a great source of doing that is just to uh, listen to the stories that come across day by day.
2: A thousand percent. Do you write every single day?
1: I don't. I used to. I, uh, now I write about four days a week, though. So I'm still writing pretty regularly. And how many
2: of those are co-writes on on a general basis? All of them. All of them. Interesting.
1: So you never
2: sit down by yourself or maybe those are your bluegrass Bluegrass songs?
1: No, I I co-write those too, but I'm not a great melody person. It's not my strength. So it takes a lot more work for me to write one by myself. And I just enjoy the process more with somebody else that's creative. So you know, I, I try to get in the room with people that are great melodically every day, and then I don't have to worry about that. You know,
2: that's really cool. Uh, I I don't do as much co-writing as I'd like, um, and um, I, I make you know kind of idiosyncratic music um, in some ways, and uh, uh, I I I I want to push myself off of my home base a little bit more than I have. So I need to do more of that. That's really cool that you four days a week, and you're doing on Zoom these days. How does that change the uh, the feel?
1: Well, you know, it's really interesting. Some people don't like it, and the sound can be wonky going back and forth. But I found it it gives me more time in my day because I'm not driving somewhere. I'm, you know, people tend to be more focused. So there's less Excuse me. That's right. <laughs> um there's there's <laughs> less interruptions on Zoom where you know people are getting up <sighs> to go get coffee or whatever. It seems like people focus and and so um I I just found it freed up a lot of time. I actually prefer it. Yeah, anymore. I've
2: I'm I'm amazed
1: like doctor's appointments and therapist
2: appointments like the amount of time that I have gotten back in my week that I have wasted. I I'd like to be clear. <laughs> exactly. Um, on, on, Twitter or TikTok or something, that's where I spent it. But I saved a bunch of it um, by not having to hop the subway to, to get everywhere. Like honestly, I, I can't see going back. Um, you know, I want to be in the room with other people, I want to go see live shows, I want to go go to restaurants again. But for a lot of the just work a day, like getting stuff done, like I I just can't imagine like know. dragging myself down to a place when it can be like, well, you know, why don't you just pull the piece of glass out of your pocket and we'll just get it done.
1: (laughs) Exactly. Yeah. And Songtown was, we, we were on zoom many years ago doing everything because our community is worldwide. So it, it really wasn't a big change for me in a lot of ways. I was very used to interacting with people this way.
2: So tell me Marty, you have written songs, obviously bluegrass and country, but I saw, you know, reading up on your work that you also did some work in Asia is that related to your worldwide audience or is that just a, a happenstance? How did that
1: happen? No, that came about when I went to Sweden to write. And I, my publisher sent me to Sweden to write in this song camp. And unbeknownst to me, the, the producers over there, which they call, like we would might call them track guys or something or girls. and But, you know, they're kind of like one-stop shop people that sing, play every instrument, can track everything. And they are huge in J-pop and K-pop. Hmm. And I don't know what the connection is there, but so I wrote the song with um, two guys there, and um, their pub, their publisher pitched it in Asia, and it wound up being on this comeback single for this huge artist over there, and that kind of thing. So that is just, so wild. Yeah, it's kind of odd. So I've had I've had several J-pop and K-pop cuts through those guys, but every single one of them's been through them.
2: I love that someone would meet you at a grocery store and be like. Hey, nice to meet you, Marty. Where, you know, where is your, one of your big audiences? And you'd be like J-pop.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Look (laughs) at me. I have that look. Listen to
2: my accent and you can tell I am a huge J-pop and K-pop writer. That's fantastic.
1: Yeah. Kind of crazy. You know, it's one, it's one of those things you just never know where music's going to take you. that's, that's been one of the biggest blessings in my life is that, It's brought so many amazing people into my life. It's so much amazing travel um, and opportunities, you know, to be with creative people that um, I grew up in a very homogenized kind of way with people that were very much like me racially, Mm. economically, and um, belief-wise, religiously, everything. And so music has really opened up my world in a way that I'm extremely grateful for.
2: A hundred percent. I'm with you. Um, I think one of the great, uh, sort of unsung privileges of working in, in music and probably the arts in general, but particularly music is getting to connect with folks, uh, across a, a large spectrum and, and the way music, um, does create a common language and a common passion, um, in, in so, yeah, the way music gets up under your ribs, I think is, um, uh, one of the, the most magical things about
1: uh, what we do. Yeah, very, very true. Well, thank you so much for being with us. We will put links to the podcast and to your music in the show notes so people can track you down. Tell us. Sure.
2: dot
1: com, if anyone wants to. Awesome. And tell us again that um, address to go to if they are interested in submitting something or finding out about being on a show. Or right.
2: You can get songwriter uh anywhere podcasts come out my name is ben arthur you can search for me or the songwriter podcast you can get the podcast at songwriterpodcast.com but if you all want to connect with me um and and try to do an episode uh you would go to benarthur.com forward slash songwriter forward slash pitches p-i-t-c-h-e-s or you can just write me and and that's where i usually send people um so that they can read up on on how to how to
1: do the work of putting together an episode
2: with me and and collaborating with me.
1: Awesome. Well, we'll send people your way. Thanks. Awesome. I can't,
2: I can't wait to talk to them and, um, you know, thank you very much for your time and I'm looking forward to working with you more.
1: All right. Take care. That was Ben Arthur from songwriter podcast, stories and answer songs. What a unique concept. And I know you'll enjoy it. Also, if you like Songtown on Songwriting, uh, check out the Zach Kuhn Show. He's got some very cool interviews he does. There was one in February that he did with Jody Williams that I just love. Jody's an old friend, but it was a very interesting interview. So be sure and check that out also. And our friends at Songcraft Podcast, another great podcast for songwriters on the American Songwriter Podcast Network. And I promised you a song from Ben Arthur, so here it is. It's called Infection.
0: hit engulfing all that stood before it and the city's
2: streets lay clear for miles remember how That I doubted it would be as bad as they'd said. We danced and drank red wine, obliviously brushing by
0: the ravishing, soon to be dead.
1: Okay. We've got a question from the Ask Marty and Clay forum on Songtown. And uh, this is a common one we get. Clay is going to answer the question, how long should a co-writing session last? All right. Today's question from the Ask Marty and Clay Songtown forum
0: comes from Stephen J. Stephen asks, how long is one of your typical co-writes with someone? Do you set aside a couple of hours, half a day, a full day? How long do you typically work on a song from start to finish? Well, Stephen, first off, let me say there's no hard and fast rule for how long a song should take. I've had songs that have gone on to be hits that took two hours to write and others that took four writing sessions on separate days to write. But having said that, I will say that the majority of my co-write sessions are set up as a two to three hour writing session. And about 90% of those co-writing sessions will have a song finished by the end of those few hours. Now to make that happen, I really suggest that you try to show up to each of your co-writing sessions prepared. And what I mean by that is, it's important not to show up empty handed. Always bring something, a melody, a groove, some titles, that way you're not leaving the whole thing up to chance. A lot of times if you come in empty handed, you might spend a few hours trying to find an idea to write. You don't want to waste your time or your co-writer's time doing that. So being prepared is going to better able you to finish that song in two to three hours. And another big factor in this equation is experience. I know early on in my career, it took me a while to really be able to figure out the song and get to the heart of the emotion. And I can do that much quicker now that I've had years of experience. So stick with it. You'll get faster and your songs will get better. Thanks for the
1: question, Stephen. Back to Marty. Hope you've enjoyed this episode. If you want to learn more about co-writing, Clay and I have written a book with Bill O'Hanlon called The Songwriter's Guide to Mastering Co-Writing that you can get on Amazon and all the places. Uh, So a link to that is in the show notes if you're interested. Um, Thanks for being with us. We hope to see you soon in Songtown. Uh, If you're not a Songtown member, check us out, songtown.com. You can get 10 free videos just by giving us your email. And I look forward to hearing your music and getting to know you. Right on.